and was only suitable for people aged 18 or over will almost certainly have an adult theme and might well contain sex or violence which are quite graphic. It may also contain explicit language, including sexual swear words. Thanks for listening. Uh, but here's what his revelation comes to him. He's kind of got all this stuff, like, uh, touching, wiping, mourning of the animals. Not wiping, whipping. whipping. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah, not touch, also not touching. I am, I am dyslexic. I, I hope I'm not having like, a stroke. Do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! And an atheist almost always become supporters of eugenics and abortion. A swine is hungry for nuts. Jesus hates him too. If Satan is real. Being a Satanist is an open declaration of revolt against counterproductive received wisdom and mindless rogue traditions. Decapitate her head off. We're done. Done. We're done. Obama! Welcome to the Godless Revolution. Today is Wednesday, February 1st, and this is episode 142. I am Dan Ellis, and I have I have the regular hosts here with me. Yeah, I'm, I'm Ryan Duffy. How do you know I'm regular? Well, I would guess just from the amounts of beer that you drink. Oh, yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> it always makes me... You get the beer shits, right? Everybody <laughs> gets the beer shits. So I'm regular Matt. Oh, I, I oh. introduced myself. Okay. He, yeah, that. he did that earlier. You, you're, you're not paying attention. Uh, tonight's episode should be pretty interesting. We were contacted uh, a couple weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, by a, a listener named Tim, uh, who said that he wanted to come on the show to talk about some things with us. I uh, wanted to read his email real quick before I introduce him. Uh, he contacted the show by writing in and saying that, Hi, my name is Tim. I listen to your show as I can, and I heard show 137 recently, and it gave me an idea. You were speaking to Randall Rouser about having conversations with people whose views differ from your own. Actually, we were talking to Justin Schieber, who co-wrote the book with mm. Randall Rouser, uh, understanding that their viewpoint is rational, even if incorrect. You agreed with him, even though it's not always obvious in your podcast. I am a white male, non-atheist, and I voted for Trump. I do not consider myself to be ignorant, racist, sexist, bigoted, or deceived. So would you consider doing an interview with me to talk about it? I listen to your podcast because I understand the importance of seeing both sides of an issue. I seek the truth above all else, and I think there are many people out there like me. So I haven't written a book. I have no credentials or accolades. I'm just a guy. If you have the truth, I want to know it, and I am willing to seek it publicly. What do you think? And we chatted amongst ourselves when we read it and said, we think that sounds awesome. We would love to have Tim on the show. So we've... Tried setting this up for the past couple weeks. Finally, we were able to have Tim on the show with us, and he's on the line with us now. How are you doing, Tim? I'm doing very well, guys. It's good to talk to you. Yeah, excellent to talk to you also. I'm I'm glad that you wrote in to us and that you're available to talk with us tonight. Mm -hmm. I should say up front, uh, I'm not entirely sold that the person who's wrong in the argument can also be rational in every case. Um. That just that that's part of the message that we we sort of agreed with Justin about that that yeah. the situation that somebody could hold a wrong view and still be rational. In some cases, that's true. Yeah, I don't buy that all the time. Oh no, definitely not all the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, okay, I I think I think people try to paint issues as black and white way too often. And sure, we do that on the show regularly because yeah. it's our show. <laughs> we, can, <laughs> we can say whatever the fuck we want. Right. Uh, but I was saying, you know, too often people try to paint things as a black or white issue, and they're just not. 
Right, Why? there are there are Mexicans. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Muslims, right. Asians. Mexicans. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I mean, I, I get in arguments online with people all the time who who simply don't want to see any nuance to any argument at all. They're they have what they think is right, and you know, full steam ahead. Damn the torpedoes! It doesn't matter what anybody else says. My point of view is right, and I'm not going to listen to anybody's more nuanced view on it or accept anything that could contradict what I want to believe. So, sure. hopefully, you Tim are not like that. It sounds. I mean, we we chatted with you a little bit before we started recording to make sure uh, that you were available to speak with us tonight and everything. And you sound like a very pleasant fellow. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm first like to say that you know I think you're exactly right. You know, uh, it may not always pan out to be rational, um, you know, by like a higher standard, but, you know, we are all kind of, you know, regulated by our own perceptions, you know, and that's what it really comes down to. And yeah, I'm absolutely willing to sit here and talk to you guys about it because if I don't think it's, or, you know, if I think it's true and it's not, I need to know it, you know, and that's really why I reached out to you guys, you know, I shouldn't be afraid to ever be challenged on what I believe or I shouldn't believe it. So, you know, Absolutely. You know, you guys are exactly right. And, you know, basically, uh, my, my story's pretty simple. You know, like I said, I'm a pretty regular guy. You know, I, uh, born in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Um, lived there until I was like six or seven, moved to Raleigh, North Carolina, where I was raised. Um, my parents were converted to Christianity somewhere in the time that they were in Colorado. Um, you know, basically I was very young. They came to me and had the whole talk, you know, basically you're going to hell if you're don't believe in, you know, if you don't become Christian, um, said to my, me and my two older brothers down and had that conversation with us. Um, I, I believed them and I had the little sinner's prayer that you're supposed to do when you become a Christian. And, uh, my two brothers did not. And, um, shortly after that, we moved to North Carolina. So my dad could go to the Southern Baptist seminary here in Wake Forest, North Carolina. Um, that's the original Wake Forest, not the, Wake Forest University, but anyway, so Wake Forest, North Carolina, Southern Baptist Seminary. Um, he dropped out of that shortly after he started. Um, so he kind of bounced churches. We ended up being Presbyterian, then Orthodox Presbyterian. And my life story kind of goes a lot like a lot of the guests that you guys have on your show, you know, uh, kind of started to get older and question and wonder and started to actually read the Bible by myself and started to... Um, you know, think about it, you know, on my own and, uh, started to have a lot of questions. Um, I started to lean definitely a lot towards the atheistic view of things and atheism started to appeal to me a lot, but, you know, I did a lot of research and I, uh, really poured over a lot of things and talked to a lot of people, reached out to a lot of people that were different from me. And, um, you know, unlike a lot of the, the, people that here interviewed on your show, I kind of, something happened there, you know, a lot of people kind of just rolled the whole thing up and tossed it all away, you know, once they start to question their religion and start to realize the flaws in it and the ridiculous things that we say and do, um, and they kind of tossed the whole thing away, you know, God included, and mm-hmm. kind of went with the atheistic route, and I ended up somewhere in the middle. Um, I have a lot of problems with current versions of religion. Uh, I have a lot of problems with what churches are doing and people are doing in the name of God. You guys asked me earlier if I was a Christian and I hesitate to take that title because 
you know, the reality is I don't have control over the brand. Some whack job gets on television and says something, he did something in the name of Christianity. Now I have to defend myself against that. And I have to, you know, say that that guy's not a Christian and, you know, but I have no control over that. I have, I have no voice. I'm just a guy, you know? So I avoid that label, but like I said, I ended up somewhere in the middle. Uh, I ended up with a faith that could not be shaken by all my beliefs. You know, as I studied evolution, I have some real issues with evolution, you know, as a theory, it's just, there's there's problems there and I couldn't get over them. And there's my personal experience and other things, but, uh, it's kind of led me to this place where I'm kind of stuck in the middle. I can't be an atheist because I believe in God and I can't be a Christian because I don't embrace the church. So I'm pretty much on my own. (laughs) And that is my life up to this point. Well, I think that was a great summary and introduction. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, I was, I was furiously scribbling notes while you were, while you were doing your little intro. Um, when, so you were right. When we, when we spoke to you initially before we started, uh, actually doing the recording tonight, um, I, I mentioned that, you know, I, I was kind of trying to summarize, okay, so your name is Tim. You're a Trump supporter. And you said, well, you're a, you voted for him. And then I said, and you're a Christian and you said, you, hemmed and hawed a little bit and you said well i i can accept that i guess and then so so hearing your explanation of why you wouldn't necessarily choose to label yourself a christian i guess uh, explains that a bit more but it also is a bit intriguing to me personally in wondering well well first let's get a little bit more demographic information on you so how old are you i'm 31 and what's your home address? No. <laughs> oh. yeah. uh, Timbuktu. <laughs> uh, you, said, you said you're in Raleigh, North Carolina, and you've been there since you were about six or seven. Um, well, yeah, I, I was. I raised here. I've moved around a lot. I went in the military and uh, moved around, but but I actually have ended up back here in North Carolina. Yes. Okay. Oh, nice. You were in the military. What branch? Uh, Coast Guard. Okay. Coast Guard. Yeah, Ryan Ryan was in the Air Force. Matt and uh, I have Matt my and I have, in the Air Force actually. Oh yeah? <laughs> Matt and I have not served in the in the armed forces. Nope. Mm-mm. Both wimps. <laughs> <laughs> it says the Air Force. As long Force as you were in the Navy, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, both wimps says the Air Force guy. <laughs> hey. I deployed with the army, so I got to play army but had Air Force accommodations. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, so you said that you that your parents were uh, converted to Christianity. What were they before they were converted, or did they have any type of religious belief? Uh, yeah, actually, interestingly enough, uh, it's my stepmom, but she was um, actually a Christian scientist, and okay. my dad, as far as I know, was non-religious uh, hmm. by upbringing. I don't think he had any particular faith. And how how were they sucked into Christianity? Not a that's, lot. that's a totally loaded not, question. Yeah, not, you don't have to not answer loaded in any way. I got the reference. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know for sure. Uh, they were. I was young at the time, and they were in Colorado. I, they, I know they went started to attend a church out there uh, called Life Spring, but I don't know what denomination it was. I believe possibly Baptist. Okay. But um, we actually, we were absent for all of that. I don't. Uh, I don't know what happened. <laughs> how that happened, I guess. But uh, it definitely was a lifelong commitment for them. They are hardcore 
currently Orthodox Presbyterian, not Presbyterian, Orthodox Presbyterian. So what, what is the, right. what's the difference or distinction there? I honestly have no idea. I was raised Orthodox <laughs> Presbyterian, and I could not tell you the difference between that and normal Presbyterian. It's okay. a minor hmm. theological debate, I'm sure. That's that's one of my problems with Christianity is just that there are so many different flavors that it seems yeah. it seems intuitive to me to just say something as simple as you know it. I, I think Hitchens mentioned it once that clearly not all of these religions can be correct, but it's pretty easy to say that they could all be wrong. Mm-hmm. So all you know, and they so all claim to point. have yeah, they all claim to have the truth on their side, that they are the true religion, they are the true Christianity, they're the true Church of Christ or the restored Church for God. And some of them go by names like that, so mm-hmm. it it has always seemed silly to me. Well, I've, I've heard that one friend of mine who's the crazy Christian guy, uh, he says if he walks into a church and they're not doing communion the right way, he will leave there and have to do blessings on himself because it was evil. Huh. Mm-hmm. That's very strange. Because some places will put the communion in your hand, and he will only take it if they put it in his mouth, which sounds horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only going to take I'm only going to take Jesus into me if he's in my mouth. But that's yeah, that's what he believes the only way to do communion is to have them actually put the wafer on directly on, into your directly mouth. Directly into your mouth, and you can't they can't put it in your hand. You can't take it out of the basket if they do it that way. They're not true Christians. They're I think your buddy there is not that, the, the normal example. Though. That is the strangest point of contention he, for he religious about belief, it, right? He posts about it on Facebook quite often about how he's mad at this church for not doing it right. <laughs> huh. Maybe he should just start his own church. So so what is your position now? Uh, as far as what? Well, well, I mean... It sounds more like you're... I, I, I'm guessing you're kind of going more the lines of a non-denominational theist. You still have theistic beliefs, but you don't follow any certain denomination of church. If I'm guessing yeah right. um it's a it's it's in flux um I, non-denominational has in itself become a dominant denomination True. and i think a lot of ways the denom- non-denomination churches i've been to have kind of made a point of doing nothing anywhere similar to a denominational church so that they can be different and i honestly don't see any um i, I it doesn't ring true to me it doesn't seem valid it seems fake and i can't buy into that either so you know, like I said earlier, you know, I'm pretty much on my own. And that's the thing, man. Like, you guys are exactly right. Every, all these things, all they do is create division. Division, division, division. And you talked about the church that was started in Acts, right? And the apostles went out and started these churches in Asia. And you take history, and there's a huge gap between when that happened till, you know, now. And what's the one church? the name of Christianity that has survived all of that time. Well, the Catholic Church is the only one. Mm. And then you had the Reformation, and the Reformation basically took a lot of things from the Catholic Church and said, that's all wrong, and the 95 Theses nailed on the door, and we're going to go start our own church. And from there, it's just spiraled out of control. You know, it took Luther and Luther and what he started, and the guy was kind of a crazy person, and then you have now all of these denominations in the church and you guys are exactly right. They all think they're right. And not only do they think they're right, but they think they're right to the point where they can't even communicate with the other ones because they're wrong. They're one theological difference. And, you know, all it's done is, is divide us. 
you know, and divide and divide and divide. And I don't know what to do with that. You know, so it's left me at my current position of stop it. You know, what do I do as a person to stop this, to bring this back to where it needs to be? You know, where you guys stop inviting, you stop destroying our, our name, destroying this brand and get back to where you're supposed to be. And, you know, I'm, I, I'm not a hundred percent alone. I have met some people that share my opinions, but not very many. <laughs> so I don't know, man. I, like I said, I'm, I don't really uh, have any group to really claim allegiance to because I'm, um, you know, you know if if, know. if we have any I mean, other if we have other theists that listen to this, um, they're going to be yelling at their iPods about how you're granting way too much to us <laughs> uh, on on this, and and that's that's not necessarily a criti- criticism of your position because I'm not entirely sure where you are at this point. I I know you're not alone. I, I you I'm sure you feel that way, but um, this kind of this kind of uh, I don't know what do you call it the the this middle ground, um, pandering. No, 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 no. I, I, I just mean that the, the issuing of, uh, of organized religion, but keeping some form of mysticism and theology, um, I think is really popular right now. I, I don't, I don't think you're alone at all. Um, but I'm curious what, what your position is on theism, uh, exactly. I mean, uh, so, so, you sound in a lot of ways you sound very atheistic, but uh, in other ways you sound s- sort of like there's kind of this thing you're hanging on to in theism, and I'm just I'm I'm wondering exactly where. Uh, well, for me it's easy because I just you know uh, you know you you almost made it sound like throwing the baby out with the bathwater earlier. You know, it's like well you know I have problems with this this or that in religion, so done I, all of its shit, and I'm well, an atheist, and and you're not quite willing to go that that far. So I'm just wondering what is it that you're hanging on to. You know, and that's a, that's a question. First, I'd like to say that if you are all screaming at your iPods, then <laughs> turn around is fair play because I've spent a lot of time listening to your show screaming at my iPod. So yes. I just wanted to say that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, you're exactly right, man. And, and, uh, it's a hard question for me right now because, um, I don't really know. You know, that's the problem is I can't go with the full atheist crap based on personal experience. And I know you guys are going to disagree with me, but, Based on logic, you know, based on sound reasoning, um, you know, I want to believe in evolution at some point in my life, but mm-hmm. I, I examined the evidence, man. I went through it. I dug into it deep and there are problems with it. And like, it like what? It seems like to me that it's been passed off as the closest, the, 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 the best solution to, to, uh, to believing in a, an intelligent designer or creator and everyone just kind of ran with it because they needed something to not have to believe in an intelligent design. And, you know, it's, it's like a lot of intellectual dishonesty out there right now, you know, with this, with, with, with evolution. And, you know, I, I don't know what to do with that, you know? So, so that's, that's the thing, man. It's like what I have left in the end is my personal faith. I believe, you know, I, I know what I've seen in my life. I've seen what he has done and, you know, I know that kind of stuff creates on you guys, but that's it, man. Like, that's all I got left. And there are elements of religion out there. There are elements of a church that are biblical. This is what you're supposed to be doing. But then they've taken it and made it about all these other things, mm-hmm. these man-made things. 
you take a man and you elevate him to the to the position of prophet, where you say every time he gets up there on Sunday, he's saying the word of God. But he's not a prophet. He's a man. And if you elevate him up to this position of being this prophet, then he has all this pressure on him. And no wonder all of these pastors are out there falling to these temptations and of pride and arrogance and way worse. You know, you guys know all the time. There's all these reports out there of these pastors doing these crazy things. And what did you expect? You elevated this man beyond his position. You put all of his responsibility on his shoulders and he's not a prophet. He's a man. And then you, this, the list goes on and on and on. I can sit here all night and talk to talk about yeah. it. You know, all the things that you guys, the, 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 the tithe, you know, every church is a business now, whether sure. they're admitted or not, they're a business. Sure. You have to pay your 10% to support the church. But the reality is, man, you're taking that from the Levitical law, that one tiny little piece that you're taking from the law, right? You're not taking any of the other laws right. that went on. You no report. Don't do all those other things. And if you do it, you should be killed. And you, you read the Old Testament. It's like, oh, crap, man. Like, why would that one law be the one that you take? Well, because it's the one that concerns money. Yep. You know, if you really believe what you're doing, then you read the book of Acts. And what do they do in Acts? Oh, everyone contributed everything they had. They became a community. Those who had more than they needed gave to those who needed more than they had. That's the book of Acts. Where have, why are we not there? You know, why are we not doing that? You know, that's, you're taking that one little convenient part of it that, that allows you to continue to preach the gospel without having to work. You take Paul, man. He was a freaking tent maker. Right? You read so the Bible, he was he's right. a tent maker. He had another job. He did everything that he did while being a tent maker. He paid his own way. How do you get away from that? Well, you get away from that by getting people to support you with your 10%. And then you, you bring all this guilt and these other things into it. This is man-made, man. This is all man-made stuff, and I can't support it. But so, so, you know, being able to look at it and realize and say, hey, you know, this is 10%. This is not from God. This is from man. There's not there's a whole a lot. There's, there's not a whole lot there for me to disagree with. Uh, uh, no, you're good. No. Uh, honestly, well, I mean, I I hear a lot of what you're saying. I think uh, there's a couple of things. I mean, you know, you brought in personal experience. Um, so I say that my personal experience is that there isn't an interventionist God. So now what do we do? Right. Who's who's right? You know, um, yeah, whose too, personal experience is more accurate? Yeah. Too many shitty things happen in this world, happen to me personally. There can't possibly be a good God that cares about anything I've prayed too many times and it's gone unanswered that that's, that's not true. There's no way that's happening, but your experience tells you something else. So now what do we do? Yeah, exactly. And what do we do? And that's the thing, man. Like, you know, what do we do? <laughs> and for me, I could not just throw it all away. I could not just take the angry route and be like, Fuck all of you! I'm out of here. Well, wait, wait, wait. I couldn't do it, man. It's well, it's not it's not all about anger, right? You said you said you had logical reasons for staying for hanging on to it. Um, I'm just wondering what those are. Well, yeah, and I, and I had a question about that too because it seems like you've contradicted yourself because you said that you that that it basically all boils down to your own personal faith, but then you said you also have logical reasons for it. So, you know, is it is it that you well, no, do have logical reasons, or does it just come down to your faith? Right. So, you know, I live in a world where faith is, is not accepted. You know, it's not allowed. It's not, you cannot have, faith is not. In, real, wait, wait, in North Carolina? 
Yeah. And which, <laughs> so, which so, world is this? I mean, I, the, the United States is overwhelmingly religious, overwhelmingly Christian. I don't, what, what do you mean you live in a world where you can't be faithful? Okay. Um, I hope that's true, man. I, I don't, I don't know that that is. Um, you don't know that it's true that it's a majority, that it's a majority religious? That that's actually true. <laughs> Wait. In my personal experience, again, you know, you guys well, have talked to a lot more people than I have, but, you know, the. Well, it's not, but it's the, not a the, question of like, just talking to people, though. I mean, we can, we have polls, we have statistics that we can go to and find answers for this. We do know that consistently throughout our history, in every poll ever taken, the United States the majority of the people who live here are religious and the majority of people who live here are not just religious. They are of one type of Christianity or another. So, I mean, it's, it's not just that we talk to people and we know this, we have, we have every single poll ever taken in the history of the United States to look at. And they all say the same thing. Their numbers may vary a little bit, but they all say that the overwhelming majority of the U S population is Christian. Right. Okay. So I guess I would have to go back a little bit and go back to your original question. And the reality is, is that faith and rational thought should be one and the same. If they're not one and the same, then one of them is wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I have faith, then I need to be able to back it up with my rational mind. Right. I need both. Well, to work. If you could back it up with rationality, you wouldn't need it in the first place. Well, I guess. I guess the, the, yeah. the, the question I have is, you, you're. You're saying that you you did all the research, you research yourself, and you're reading up on evolution and and uh, religion, and everything. I'm just gonna take a guess here. Uh, is it the uh, the Holy Bible that you're using for your religious side of it? Since we're talking mostly through that, it sounds like. Wait, you are saying the religious side of it or the secular side? Oh, uh, the the, the religious side, side of it. Are you using? Is it the Bible that you're using for the religious side of it, or is it more text than just that? Uh, so the religious side of it. Uh, yeah, I mean the Bible, the, the complete Bible with all the books that were removed. Yes, and, but and the science, secular side, science side of it. You know, the idea of, you know, you can't obviously find evolution, any information on evolution in the Bible. You know, so you have to look at the yeah. science, the secular side. And of that's it, what I was kind of curious on where is, where, uh, where you're going to get that information from. Like, what kind of literature are you getting into? Is it certain people that you're reading? Is it uh, certain publishers? Wait, are you using the Gnostic Gospels as well? Did I catch that in there? I don't understand what you mean by not. Well, you said you said the you said the books that were removed. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, I you know, like the Gospel of uh, yeah, Thomas. The and... Right. The Bible is is a book that was put together after far after Christianity began. You know, so there were at some point a, a decision to be made of what books were to be in it and what not weren't. What books weren't? Yeah, sure. And there were a lot of books that were removed. Right, like Thomas um, and Mary you know, and. But that's what I'm wondering. Yeah, the book of Enoch. And, Enoch, yeah, okay. Yeah, all these books, a lot of them actually were removed. And they weren't removed because they were inaccurate. They were removed because they weren't relevant. They weren't and convenient, that's yeah. ridiculous to me. Um, it's, all, it's all the same to me. So, you know, going outside of just the King James Version of the Bible, you know, being able to, to look at what all, all the information that we have from that time period, whether it was deemed relevant or not. In a lot of the cases, it's never deemed inaccurate or, you know, any, it's just that it wasn't relevant. That's why it wasn't put in the Bible. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. <laughs> well, yeah. and a, a lot of them that? were removed or not included because they contradicted the narrative that they were trying to promote with the Bible. Mm-hmm. So, or they so, went into subjects that nobody wanted to talk about, you know, like the book of Enoch, you know, goes into all this crazy stuff about 
demons and angels and stuff. And nobody wanted to talk about that stuff. They wanted to pretend it exists. So they just took, took, took the whole Bible out, <laughs> took the whole book out of the Bible and said, okay, this is divine, but okay. Please stand by. The Godless Revolution will continue in a moment. Here follows a public service announcement for the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast. (laughs) Greetings, Americans. Over here in London, we are well aware that not all of you are loud, xenophobic, racist, sexist, religious nuts. But many of your politicians who display these frightful traits seem to be quite popular. Particularly a certain wall-obsessed, small-handed, best-word-using, daughter-perving, war-inciting, candy-floss-headed clown. To those of you who choose to follow such balderdash, we strongly recommend not to listen to the two sceptical chaps. It probably won't be your cup of tea. Otherwise, give us a listen. Each episode, we cover any news or current affairs from across the globe. Things that annoy or delight us. That's two, as in the number two. And sceptical with a K. The wrong way to spell it. Cheerio! What manner of man are you that can summon up fire without flint or tinder? I am an enchanter. By what name are you known? There are some who call me... Tim... This is Danielle Moscato, civil rights activist, trans woman, extraordinaire, and public speaker. You are listening to Godless Revolution, and I hope you enjoy the show. Rejoining the Godless Revolution podcast now. You don't like the word Christian, but but you are a believer in, in Jesus, right? Yes. Okay. Why? Why am I a believer in Jesus? Uh, because I believe it's the truth. Okay. And so, what got you there? I mean, you have you have a very unorthodox way, you know, non traditional way of of getting there. Uh, I can I can tell, but I'm just curious what what it is that led you to uh, to Jesus. Because you know, in the end. It makes sense, and it it all fits. Like if you, I do take the Bible seriously. I do. You know, I wish that I could read it in its original Greek and Hebrew, and not rely on other people to translate it. But the reality is, that I I so it take, explains. Take everything. me on the take I mean, me on the journey with you. Take 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 me on the on the path. I I'm I mean you're 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 kind of jumping from beginning to end without any middle stuff. I I want to know. How you get to, you know, so you say, yes, I'm a believer in Jesus. I say, why? And you say, because it makes sense. How so? But like, you haven't how, explained yeah, what about it makes what's, sense. What's the know? road that, that connects those two for you? Okay, fine. Uh, you know, like the reality is, man, like, why are we here? You know, I see these terrible things happening all around me. And why are they happening? You know, how did we get here? Why do I have this mind in me that's able to perceive nature and to create and to do all these wonderful things? Mm. You know, why are we able to sit here and have this conversation? You know, how did we get here? All these questions that are inherent to mankind. You know, we've been asking ourselves these questions for as long as we've existed. You know what I'm saying? Like these inherent questions. All right. So you go to the Bible and you go back to the very beginning. You know, the, the, the one statement, we were created in God's image. Right? Just that one statement alone. It's like, okay, there's something different about humanity 
than any other creature on this earth. Sure. There's something different about us. But there's, we have abilities that no other creature has. And so do every other animal. I mean, a, a lion would value claws and the, the ability to run 30 miles an hour, and we can't do either of those things. So, A lion doesn't value anything, man. A lion just has claws. It knows how to use them. You know, it knows how to be the top of the, li- of the food chain, but it doesn't value anything. You so, know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't think about it. It doesn't so the you know, fact- write books about it and have have existential conversations with other people, other lions about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. These, these are all human. <laughs> these are all very human things. I, I agree with you, but this, the existential, existential questions don't get you to Jesus. I mean, he had the very same problems we're dealing with. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and that's the thing. So, um, but the question, you know, is how did I get there? So I, I got there by asking all the same questions that people all, you know, Aristotle, everyone else in the, is, that we have recorded issue has been asking. Mm-hmm. Like, how did we get here? You know, what is our purpose? What are we supposed to be doing? All these things, you know? And so I did, you know, I asked myself these questions and I, and I, I go all the way back, you know, from the very beginning. And I'm like, there's got to be a purpose for this. There's got to be an explanation for this world. So that's where we diverge. I mean, hmm? uh, we, we, I mean that, that would be a major divergence there from between you and I. So, and yes, I have. I was going to comment on that too. Yeah, I, I have I, the same questions. You know, we wonder those kinds of things. Why am I me? You know, is a weird one that I I remember thinking about for a while when I was younger. But, but ultimately, you know, when you start when you start giving those answers uh, or giving those questions undue answers or, uh, you know, saying, well, this book makes the most sense or this, this particular leader, spiritual leader over some other one makes more sense. That's where you lose me because I I don't see how you anchor that in any of the questions that you have. I mean, all of them have stuck Buddha, uh, you know, all the way, all the way up and down have, have struggled with the exact same questions and nobody's any closer. I don't think, I mean, I just want to jump in real quick because earlier you referenced that you, uh, with religions and having the man-made part of it with the tithing and, and, you know, getting too big for themselves. And I would argue that the concept of that we do have some sort of celestial purpose on earth that we are put here for a specific reason is also a man-made concept. I mean, if you, you can't honestly think everyone that's been here has a specific purpose to do a certain thing, there's just, I, I find that to be, I don't know. It, it it gives your it gives yourself way more meaning than I think than is needed. In a way, I think okay. I'm not saying that in a very well and, way. And and so Matt said, you know, we all had these same questions, and and you said that you started the, at the beginning, and I would argue that you haven't. I mean, there were there were religions around long before Christianity showed up. There are still religions. While Christianity is around today, you have, as Justin would say, massive theological differences between these different religions that are in direct contradiction to each other that they cannot be reconciled. You have belief systems throughout all of these different religions that simply cannot be reconciled. You can't take the belief system of Muslims and reconcile them all with Christianity. Otherwise, there wouldn't be Christians and Muslims. You can, you can't do it with with pagans or Wiccans or Satanists or anybody else. So what would you say to somebody who has a different religious belief? I mean, you said that you started at the beginning, but I would argue that you didn't. You started at what you view as the beginning, as the beginning of Christianity. So how much do you know about 
Judaism? How much do you know about Islam? How much do you know about paganism? How much do you know about the old Norse religions? How much do you know about Greek mythology, Roman mythology, all of these other religions that were at one time viewed as legitimate belief systems and true, but you haven't studied them to see if they are correct, right? You've studied Christianity and believe that that's the truth, but you you really can't say that definitively be, definitively because you don't know what you don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, makes absolute sense. Then. And you're looking at the you, you use the word reconcile, and you're absolutely right. You cannot reconcile them. But in in the end, I can't reconcile my beliefs to atheism either. But the reality is, is you you know, with all the other religions on the planet, you look at the similarities. And look at the similarities. You think you look at the things that they hold in common. You know that's the thing, is that there's an Why? inherent. Well, well tell, what do you think they trend. hold in common? And what what does it mean? Who cares? Well, I'm yeah, well, okay, I'm so curious to know what you think right, they so what the, what you think they all hold all in history, common. All of human history, even the American Indians, who, as far as we know, had no contact with Christianity or any other religion in any, in any site. True American Indians, the people who were here first, Native Americans, mm-hmm. had a form of religion. They had a god. They had a deity. No, 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 no. They, they didn't have they a god. They had, these, they had so multiple gods, and they also believed they're their birthed three yeah. times in this life. Yeah, they didn't They didn't have a god. A lot of it is elder worship. They worship the spirits of their dead elders. Ancestors, yeah. They they didn't have a well, god. There was, well, a lot, a lot of – no, I mean, they did, man. Like, not all of them, you know, but – I have studied this, man. I have studied other religions. You know, I even took a you know a religion one one class in college, and we went through all of it. And this is from a secular college, you know, not not a Christian one, but yeah, I mean, I have been through them, man. But that's the thing is is how would you how would we all reach the same conclusion that there has to be this need for religion? Like, we, how do we all reach the same conclusion that there is some version of God? You've talked. You're talking you to three people who who call don't him think Buddha, that's call the case. Him Allah, call him on God, call them, you know, I mean, they, they, that's the, the similarities between all the religions. You know, you can't reconcile them. No, you cannot. Well, they, but you can recognize the similarities. There there are some certain similarities, but, I mean, that that is true of anything. I mean, yeah, you, can, all you can look at anything I mean, and, and see some type of similarity. That doesn't, that doesn't lend to the truth of any of it, and it doesn't get you any closer at all to a belief in Jesus or the God of the Bible. But I mean, you can, you can look at the similar, what do, what do all humans have in common with other humans? They all have parents. What does religion have in common to the fact that we all have parents or that we were all birthed from somebody that we think is greater than us, that is wiser, that is passing down knowledge, that takes care of us, provides for us, does good things for us, doesn't want us to be harmed. I mean, you can draw a direct, a direct parallel just from having parents to believing in and worshiping a God. That gets you no closer to Jesus or the God of the Bible. I agree. But if you know, you start to accept that literally through all of human history, people have acknowledged the fact that there is something bigger than them. Except you're talking to three people who don't. Start to determine which one is right. Which one is the truth. You have to start asking those questions. But you you have to at first at least admit the fact that there's something greater than you. If you can't admit that, then it doesn't matter to you. Right? But if you can admit that, if you do acknowledge that, if there is 
truth in that to you, then you have to start, which one is it? You know, there's so many out there. Which one's correct? Which one was? You have to find it. Whether there's something bigger out there or not? Is that the, the, the question? Which finding Well, that's the correct? first question. I mean, you know, that's the first question. If you look at all of human history and you look at the how religion and the idea of there being a greater being than all of us has been through permeated every culture, every culture, through but all of human history. We've also got a lot really of other crazy things that point, all those cultures you know? and histories believe in that are now. Let me, let me take it back a second. Hold on. Okay, so just just pretend that I'm brand new to this whole thing. Like, I just got poofed into existence, and I don't know anything about any of this stuff, right? What's the what's the best argument you have? What's the What's the reason why I should accept Jesus over anything else or nothing? Because I, I feel like we're going on a lot of tangents you know, but I, I, I'm not sure we're addressing the exact question. You know, what, like, what's the import? What's the thing that draws you to Jesus over anything else, including uh, atheism? Okay, it's a hard one, man. It's a hard question to ask, me, but well, it should be the easiest, so much, right? I mean, you, it's so it's, it's the thing that you are basing your system of beliefs on. You should have a good reason to have those beliefs, and you should be able to tell us exactly what that reason would be. You're right. You're right. I should be able to. I should. Was it First Peter 3.15, I think, that you're supposed to have answers for everybody about why you believe? Yeah. So, the difference between Christianity, the idea of Jesus Christ, between all other religions, there's a difference. There's something different about it. The difference is that of all other religions, entirely predicated on you making the correct decisions and earning your way to salvation. That's not that is not unique among Christianity. Others, no, that is not unique to Christianity. It is. It well, is. Well, You're right that it's not always like that, represented that way, but that is it. But it is not unique to Christianity. Let's, let's just keep it, going. Let's let's pretend that I'm brand new. So now I'm going to say, okay, why? What's salvation, and why do I need it? Right. So salvation, and why do you need it? Okay. Salvation is, in the end, you were created a certain way. Right. You you were created a certain way. We have potential within us to be this certain thing, right? Power within us is is all of us, man. Like is is you, you, you it's, it's uncomparable. You, we have this power, right? So the idea is not that you are being something; it's that you are being restored to what you are supposed to be. Why right? didn't Why didn't you, you just create me with far that? more than this? Then why didn't he create me with what we, I was supposed to be? He did create you with it. But the reality is, is it's like giving a three-year-old a shotgun, man. It's like, here, have this. Have fun with it. No. You know, that's not going to work, man. It's going to end in chaos. The idea is, you know, how do you explain this life? How do you explain this, all this hurt and pain in the world that we live in? Because there's it's, no the God. Is, that's that's how we explain you, you it. Give you the, yeah. It's easy when there isn't a God. Yeah. It, when, it when all you, makes sense. Yeah. Everything makes sense as soon as you throw out a belief in an invisible bully in the sky. 
I mean, it all makes sense. Yeah. It all makes sense that everything is flawed, everything is broken, it all just, you know, kind of happened, and now we're learning how to deal with the shit that just kind of happened. Right, because when there's somebody that's all-powerful and supposed to be in charge, he's doing a really shitty job. Worst manager ever. Or is he? No, yes. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> yeah, he's remarkably bad at it. Yes. Horrible. The fact that Are I can sure? sit here and, and criticize him and say how horrible he is points to how horrible he would be if he, in fact, existed. And right. if he was real, you can't look at him at the microcosm of your yourself saying, hey, I had this experience. It helped me. God is so great because he did this for me. While at the same time, there's billions of other people praying to a God having nothing happen. And they're still dying in the streets, dying of starvation, yeah. getting blown up, whatever else is going on. But they're having a really shitty day. Yeah, so, and, it's, and it's never been different. It's and, been like that forever. And if you pray versus you don't pray, the same the same thing will happen. The outcome will be the same. All right. Well, can you let me finish my analogy with the shotgun? Okay. I know it was kind of shocking. Yeah, sure, sure. I know you guys don't like guns and stuff, but can you let oh, me I love finish guns. that analogy? Well, I, I'm 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 the anti-gunner here, but yeah, there's two. The other two are. Yeah, fun. I know, yeah. I know, man. But you know, it, it it kind of plays towards your your point of view, actually. But all right, you know, the idea of you you give it you know a young child a shotgun, right? You give him a shotgun. It's a terrible idea, right? Terrible, terrible idea. Right. You give him this amount of power and he doesn't know what to do with it. And God allows this all the time. Right. Terrible idea. Well, right. Let's, so, let's, sorry. Let's let him finish. I, yeah. It, I, it I don't is. mean to interrupt you, but that happens okay. all the time and it's terrible. I know. Yeah. He lets 30 year olds have too. shotguns too. <laughs> okay. Just <laughs> equally as bad. So I, I'll try not to interrupt you anyway. I'll, I'll let you get through your thing here. Okay. Right. So, you know, the idea is from the very beginning, right? He created, he created us in his image. It's in the Bible. It says that, right? And obviously, we don't look the same way he is. There's something else. He gave us a creation, that, uh, something in us that he gave no one else, no other creature, not even the angels, okay? That's all in the Bible. So the idea is, man, like, you have this power, right? This choice, this free will. And I know that free will means something different to you guys than it does to me. I heard the episode, but, you know, the reality is, is, we have this power that he gave us. We created his image, this power to create, this power to choose on our own, right? That's a huge amount of power, right? So you let us all loose on this earth. Basically, we give a toddler a shotgun, right? You give them this huge amount of power. You allow them to choose what they want to choose. And it creates chaos, right? Of course it creates chaos. That's the world we live in, chaos. Mm-hmm. All these people able to choose what they really want to choose. If you want to choose to be an atheist, guess what? There's no lightning bolt from heaven. There's no, you're instantly dead. You get to live your life as an atheist if that's how you choose to do it, right? But it's a controlled environment. That's the point, is that it's a controlled environment. Like, we we were confined to these bodies, right? We're confined to this earth. We're regulated by rules, and not the Ten Commandments rules, man. We're talking physical rules. You cannot do certain things, or if you do certain things, there will be real consequences that are built in. Right? They're I, not rained down from heaven. They're built into what you do. I'm Kill having, somebody, a, I'm having right? a hard time parsing There's going to be consequences for that. Well, yeah. we, we need, well, with the consequences part there, I just want to jump in on that real quick because, yes, there's, there's, there's a physical consequence to my body if I jump off a building. I, it's it's going to harm me quite badly, and depending on the height of the building, I'll either die or be severely injured. 
But depending on the time frame in which you lived in, if you were to steal something from me, I could kill you on the spot, no problem. Or if I robbed you, there might not be as much consequence because it's different times. Different times have different laws, different rules. We have evolved in our society to create these laws, these rules, these punishments for things that happen to us. And no, they're not all biblical. They're, they're, they're constructs of our society that we have decided amongst ourselves that, hey, this is the best way to live. I'm having a real hard time, like, sort of separating out your your actual points. I mean, I would probably be totally right on board with you if I was shrooming, but I just I'm having, <laughs> I, I've kind of had the same thought. Like, this all seems very airy fairy, sitting around while stoned. Like, yeah, yeah, man. If you just think about it, man, like it's like crazy that we're all here. You know, like like give a three year old a shotgun, crazy man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, I, it, it doesn't, it, it just, it falls apart. Like you said that we have, we have this awesome power. We're given, we're given free will to choose what we want to do, but there are rules, right? So we don't have ultimate free power or free will. We can't, we can't choose to do anything without consequence. So if you have, if you have strict consequences and, and based on a biblical view, you have to, believe that there's a heaven there's a hell right are, are those part of your of your religious beliefs uh, it, do you believe in a heaven and a hell i guess yeah i'll concede that point for now so so you have to know that there are rules there are consequences for your actions so while you while even if you believe that there's such a thing as free will which i don't really buy into but let's say you did you have you are faced with consequences for the choices that you make so you're not you're not just free to make any choices that you want without any without consequence right we know that you're going to cause pain to somebody if you hit them it may even hurt you if 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 you hit them with your hand but we don't we're, we we don't have this great and awesome power they're based on on what you're saying we really have very, very little power because everything is structured as it sounds like what you're saying is it's all kind of a test that will be rewarded or punished based on what we do here. Is that, is that, would that be accurate? I, uh, I'm sorry, man, to go back to this thing with the shotgun, but that's the idea, man. Like, yes, it's not a test, it's training. Like, you're talking about something in the 80, 90 years that we have on this planet. But you have, you know, if you believe in religion, then you believe that you live forever. You have an eternal soul. What do you do with it for the rest of eternity, man? And Get that's bored. the whole point is that you, what do you do with it now when you're mortal, when you're limited? Based, right? based on a scale, based on a scale, based on a time scale of eternity, what we do here doesn't matter dick for shit it it has it's completely pointless right exactly (laughs) yeah Uh, so i think you've just kind of made my point for me that on a time scale of eternity what we do here is completely fucking pointless so if what we do here is completely pointless now in this time when you don't have the full understanding of what you were created to be right what were you created to be? Like you don't have any understanding of that right now. So the decisions that you have are 
more important. They what kind of system is That's that? The idea of the- <laughs> I, I'm sorry, but wh- who who comes up with a system where they say, okay, you're going to have absolutely no fucking idea what you're doing. I'm gonna, you're going to be a three-year-old with a shotgun, but whatever decisions you make with that shotgun with a blindfold on is going to be what affects you for eternity. That's such bullshit. There's, that's the dumbest fucking. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, a, a, a basic analogy would be okay. You have one second to do something, and based on that one second is how the entire rest of your life is going to yeah. play out. Yeah, that is a shitty yeah, and stupid make you system. Take that one second more seriously. How, how well, I wouldn't even have a chance. You, could, you have no chance. You have no chance. You have no you chance. You have to take it seriously. Based on one second, you, ha- you how have a chance. There, there goes that one second. You have, second. You, well, have, you have, you have everything that you need. Why and should I believe the Bible? To take it seriously. But, it, but here's the ultimate thing. You I have mean, to pay attention. We can go back and forth on all this stuff, <laughs> but I, I'm still waiting to hear a reason why I should even give a flying fuck what Jesus ever had to say, or why I should read the Bible and care what that has to say. There's, there's no reason that G- Jesus knew less than my 10th grader knows about the world by a long way. Not even close. I have a 15-year-old son that knows way more about the world than Jesus ever knew. More information than he would How ever encounter in his whole How life. How do you defend that? Oh, it's easy. You, you, all you have to do is go back and look at what information they were likely to encounter in zero century Judea. Look at a it's map. It's almost nothing. <laughs> Watch a television show. Look at the kinds of stuff they were talking about in the Bible. You know, the, the, the range of area that they were discussing was, you know, the amount of space that a sheep herder was likely to walk in two days. They didn't know anything about Samoans. They didn't know anything about British. Not, they didn't know anything about the 50, Any. 50 miles around where they lived. And it's barely better than, you know, uh, how, to, how to manage a petting zoo. It, it doesn't talk anything about... Any of the important, nothing about the internet, nothing about phone, none of the, no technology, rockets, none of that stuff. My 10th grader knows that stuff. Jesus never mentioned it. No idea about any of that stuff. Why should I listen to him? I mean, I don't even understand. Okay, so, I mean, human nature, like, like, right, like, there's nothing new under the sun. What? But the, but there is there's there's knowledge there's there's what we can discover and find out the amount of the the amount of discoveries the amount of knowledge that we've obtained since that era is astronomical yeah is it yes yeah I mean you literally I, we've gone to know, space it's literally astronomical I mean in fifty <laughs> in fifty years we dis, we we learn how to fly to getting to jet propulsion to outer space. In a matter of fifty years. Okay, uh, let me let's. Let, and that's just a small chunk of time in that that whole that cycle. We let's take another giant step back. I'm feeling weird about this. So either you're totally unprepared for this conversation, or you're not sure where you stand. And I I'm just not sure. I'm like, I we started well, out we started out pretty easy. I've gotten a little bit tougher, and and <laughs> I'm just wondering are are you ready to prepare your position? Do you I mean to to, to defend it? Do you know where you are on this, or is it just or should we you're move just, to Trump? You're just not an atheist, and that's all. Because I, I, I don't feel like you've prepared for this. Well, I guess. I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. Um, 
I really thought we were going to be talking more politics, but okay, yeah, that's, that's, know, that's what I said. We can move on to Trump. I, now I, I, if I don't know. If you'd like, <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't know what you want from me, man. Like, there is no correct answer. You know, yes, there's there nothing is. that I can say that's going well, to change your mind. You know, I mean that that's true. There, there is a you correct know, I, answer. We we may not. I, the three I of us sitting you, around the table I'm right here, man, right now, may not have the correct I, answer, but we know that there has to be a correct answer out there. But but I I haven't asked for the absolute truth. I've just asked for your opinion. How did you get to these things? Why should right. I believe the Bible? Why did you pick Jesus? Why this? I'm just asking for your opinion, and there's an absolutely correct answer for those things. You're the expert <laughs> on you, so that's what I'm wondering. No, but you and, keep trying to get me. You keep trying to get me to compare myself to somebody else, and what I'm trying to tell you, man, is that I don't have anything to compare myself to. I have no no you know standard that will make sense to you. What I'm trying to tell you, man, is that I I listen to your podcast every all the time, and it's like I, I understand a lot of the frustration of you and your guests. I understand. I, I I get where you're coming from. I just couldn't go all the way to being 100% atheist. I couldn't throw everything away. Okay. So is there somewhere in the middle? No. That's what I'm trying to tell you guys. And I'm saying no. Well, no. You, how can you say no? <laughs> because you haven't how defended. You, no? you haven't even attempted to defend a middle position. You haven't even attempted to defend a Christian position, let alone a middle position. Uh, you, you, uh, that's what I'm saying. I'm asking you why you haven't made that step to atheism and you can't give me an answer. And and I mentioned earlier that people try to make things black or white. And this is a black or white issue. You either believe in a God or gods or you do not believe in a God or gods. That That is a binary question. Yeah. There is a binary answer. Yes or no. Mm -hmm. You're either an atheist or a theist. There is no middle ground. That's interesting, man. It may be true. But, I mean, you know, on either side of that, there okay. can be a middle ground. I, I say that I am brand. on the other side, that I do believe in a God. Then I have to accept all, everything that goes along with that in your mind? No, no, no. no we're at, we've, we've repeatedly been, asked what's, what's yeah, in been, your mind, and, and, and we haven't been receiving good answers to that. Like, we're trying to, we're trying to understand things from your point of view, but you haven't been able to to clearly explain even what your point of view is other than to say, wow, man. And it's weird. And just like, well, I'd say on, on, on this case, the line falls in the middle and the shades fall to either side. Instead of you having the black on one end, the white on one end and the shades all in between with, if you're believing in God or don't believe in God, that's the middle ground. What you believe after that is the gray area to the sides of it. Not all atheists believe and can agree on the same thing the same way. Right. Not all theists can believe or agree on the same thing, but they'll find common ground like, oh, I can agree with that. I can agree with that on the theistic side, the same way atheists on the atheist side can go, yeah, I can agree with that and I can agree with that, but I don't agree with this. Right. I argue with more atheists than I do theists for sure. Should we move I, on to politics? And, and that's, the, that's the biggest concern I have. You know, that's, this is why I contact your show. This idea that you have to be on these sides, man. You cannot find middle ground because the reality is, is you have to be on one side or the other. That's what you guys are saying to me right now. Well, well we can, we can yeah. find middle ground on a bunch of different things, but different, when, yeah. but when the, when the question is, do you believe in a God or gods or do you not believe in a God or gods? Your answer is one or the other. There yeah. is no middle ground. There, yeah, there isn't no, a spot. Man, that's I mean, we're not my answer. That's not what I said all night. So your answer the is, is, I said, yes, I believe in God. Right. Yes. Yeah. That's so that's, yes, I believe in Jesus Christ. I told yes. you that. So that's one or the other. Yeah. 
You picked one. You asked me then to to convert you, and you know, no, 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 no. Is it impossible of a situation that is as that is? I think you'd have a hard time defending that statement, saying that we asked you to convert us. We we've tried to ask. I just want to know why. I just want to know why you're not an atheist. That's all I'm saying. So you pick you picked theism, and I want to know why. That's all. Yeah, we we even asked for your very best argument in favor of believing in Jesus. Right. Can you even Which remember what your answer you was? We started on, and I don't think we finished. Or why I should believe what the Bible has to say. I couldn't get an answer on that either. But uh, I gave you an answer, man. You didn't want to hear it. It's just not the same. <laughs> All right. I'll, I, I, I I'll, like... I'll accept that. I mean, that's probably both true. I, I don't want to hear it, I'm sure, but I but <laughs> I, I also don't feel satisfied about it. I'm not sure that I'm going to feel much better about the Trump con- that, that's conversation. That's where I'm like, I'm, I'm going to try to come in here and be a peace peace guy right All now. Right. I'm and trying I'm- to be peaceful. <laughs> I'm trying to divide the sides. I'm trying right. to get us back in the corners. Part the Red Sea. Part, I'm on a part the sea. I'm sure we'll be much more friendly and come to, a, come to a better consensus on the idea of voting for Donald Trump. We start round two. <laughs> <laughs> This should be fun. I don't know if round two is going to be any better of a fight. You know, I'm I'm interested like Muhammad Ali and whoever else is in the corner. They're going at each other. We're going to see how this goes. Hi, this is Justin Schieber, formerly of the Reasonable Doubts podcast and currently of Real Atheology, and you are listening to The Godless Revolution. Hey, everybody, this is X. I'm Kyle. And I'm Felicia. We're the Utah Outcasts. Three out, unashamed, and active atheists living in Utah. And we are personally inviting you to let us love your ears each and every week. As we take the news, current events, and pop culture and give it a little twist. A love twist with consent. And we'll be joined each week by a special guest to tell us what makes them an outcast like us. Come find us. The Utah Outcasts. On PodHell.com, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And on UtahOutcast.com. We finally bought that domain off the kids handing out mixtapes in the mall. Come be an outcast with us. Take care of yourselves out there. Bonne nuit. And you're welcome. Thank you to everybody who has rated the show on iTunes and Stitcher and are following us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And to all our Patreon patrons, you make the show possible. Okay, so let's switch gears a little bit. We'll talk politics now. Um, you you voted for Donald Trump, but you're not entirely sure if you're a supporter of him, right? But you you at least supported him enough to vote for him. What what made you decide to vote for Donald Trump? What did you find appealing about his campaign or platform or messaging that you decided, hey, that's the guy I want to run the United States of America? Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I first want to kind of preface this with a little bit of, you know, I've been voting for. 10 years now and I've never voted for a candidate that I really liked. So, you know, I wanted to go ahead and put that out there and say that I'm not particularly happy with the political system as it is. And well, I have a lot of apprehension about Trump. Who have you voted for in the but, past? You know, uh, okay. So 2012 election, I didn't vote because John McCain is a madman. Mm-hmm. Um, 2008, I did vote for Mitt Romney, and I'm sorry to say that I did vote for Bush twice. 
Yeah, so you need to be a Democrat, um, and then you'd be happy. You'd be much more happy. Um, John McCain is a madman, but you, you, you. So here's what's interesting to me: you opted out of that because McCain is a madman, then jumped back in for Trump. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I want to know why. First and foremost, the thing that appealed to me about Donald Trump is that he is not a politician. And I know that CNN and all the other news networks on the world are loving the fact that that's true and claiming he has no experience. But well, well, so before, I before, love the fact that he's not a politician. So before we move on from just that statement, if you, if if a pipe breaks in your house, do you call a doctor? Uh. I think I know where you're going with that analogy, but the reality is if I had had 12 other plumbers in my house and they all messed up the repair repeatedly, I might not call a plumber again. You understand know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so you would, you would call an animal, an animal husbandrist? <laughs> I don't know who you'd, I'd call. You'd call a honestly, goat herder? I mean, who, who else would you call other than a plumber? Anybody else out there would be fine with me. Or, you know, if you, if you break your arm, and you go to several different doctors and they're not able to fix it. Do you then go to a witch doctor or, or is that when you call the plumber? That's when I start uh, wondering what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I actually like the answer you gave there. Um, yeah, man. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know that I'm totally on board with it, but, but I think, I think that was good. Let's keep going though. What? So he's not a politician. What else? What? Uh, you know, outside of that, man, like, like I said, I'm a simple guy. You know, I pretty much have a you know, wife and three kids to support. I work as many hours a week as I possibly can, and I can't pay my bills. I can't survive in the world I live in. I look at our country being $20 million in debt, excuse me, $20 trillion in debt, mm-hmm. which is not even a real number. I know. I... Uh, I've been making the same amount of money that I made 10 years ago when nothing else costs the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I voted for several politicians of both, you know, excuse me, I, several politicians of both uh, parties have been in office and nothing has changed in just the last eight years, $10 trillion of debt. And I haven't seen a penny of that. And I'm starting to really get frustrated with the system that we live in and what well, the hell, man? You know, like, if we'd voted for Hillary, everything would have remained exactly the same, and she would have continued exactly what Obama was doing, and, you know, we're bought off by all these, whatever, she's bought off by Wall Street, all these donors, she would have kept the party line, and I don't know if I can survive another well, four years of that, much less this country. I, I hear you complain that Hillary so had those, to me. those Wall Street donors, but then Trump has three Goldman Sachs executives on his board. Yeah, Trump has no ties to big huh. money co- corporations at all. Yeah, yeah. the the billionaire who was born into a millionaire or billionaire family knows the plight of the everyman, right? That doesn't make any sense to me. And has made a profit off of not paying people. So what you said that you work as much as you can. What do you do for a living? I first, sorry, I okay. I I just want to say that I sympathize with everything you've said there, and oh yeah, and I actually I, I actually think we agree. all do. I think yeah. we all feel the same the same pressures there. So, 
Um, totally get it. Yeah. I mean, inflation has been an, has been a nightmare and there's been no raise in, no wage increases for, I don't know, 30 years. Yeah, I'm a government employee, man. I, we, we didn't get a raise for three years and then we got a 1% raise and then I think a 1.1% raise. Which barely covers the cost of health insurance increases. No, it doesn't at all no. cover the, co- no. <laughs> the cost of health insurance for, increases for a month, it may, or inflation on, no. of everything else on top of that. No. no. So, so what, what is it? Well, you could just go to college and spend $130,000. Right. And, and then you'll, you'll be making $60,000 a year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so much better. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're on the well, same page with that. So I just, I, I just wanted to point out some commonality there. Yeah. Can um, I ask you what you thought about Bernie Sanders at all then? No, I would have 100% voted for him if he had been, his name had been on the ballot. Okay. We, hey, you know what? We yeah, found common ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But why wasn't it? That's really the more important question, man. Well, I think when you look, why wasn't it? When you, I, I well, think, I think the answer to that is not that that everyone was on Hillary's side. It's, it's yes, peop, there were a lot of people on Hillary's side. The thing about Bernie Sanders was, if you look at the first time he went and had a rally when he announced that he was going to be running for president, he had maybe a couple hundred people show up because nobody knew who the guy was. When Hillary has her first thing to show up to, to run for president, she has thousands showing up because so many more people know her. Well, and he entered the race late. He did enter late, and Hillary had a big name and a big following to start with. So he had a lot of ground to control to, 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 to bring up behind him. To make up, yeah. And he made up a lot of ground. It's just that it wasn't enough at the end. If he would have been in the race, if he would have been here a lot longer, if people knew his name, if it was a household name a lot earlier... I think he he would have had a lot better chance at beating her, but he came in too late into the race. And I don't, I'm not going to buy into the networks were trying to to flunk Bernie Sanders for for Hillary. Even though when you look at it, they gave Donald Trump more airtime than anyone during the whole race. Well, and I'm I'm curious to know too how you can go from yeah, being a Bernie supporter say. to to voting for the person who is. L- literally the antithesis of everything Bernie Sanders was saying, other than, you know, that he's not a politician or whatever, or he's, yeah, he's not from, beholden to whatever. You go from the far right to the extreme proto-fascist authoritarian. Or I the mean, far the left. far left. Yeah. To the, yeah, proto-fascist authoritarian. Desperation, right? Man. Desperation. What the hell was I supposed to do? You know, so that's the thing. It's like... Not vote okay, for a madman. Guys, that's what you're not, supposed you to do. You guys don't buy... You don't buy into the fact that... Or, you know, in fact, excuse me, to accusation that the DNC elections are rigged. You don't buy any of that? They well, really weren't, no. I think I, I think, think there were there, some problems there, but I think there were very minor problems. I don't think they affected the outcome. I think he lost because he didn't get enough votes. And they didn't rig you know, the, the number of votes that people think must have swayed the other way or because there was some kind of rigging, that just it didn't happen. Uh-huh. And Trump won because he didn't get enough votes. And the, the, oh, only, wait, thing, the only thing I can agree on a, on a DNC side of it is that the chair of the DNC was not a Bernie fan. I can agree with that. He's well, not yeah. a Democrat. I don't. Uh, that's yeah. something that I've had a hard time getting across to people is he wasn't a Democrat before he started running, decided way too late in the race to get into the race, and then de- declared himself a Democrat so that he could get funding from the Democratic Party yeah. that he hadn't been a member of, mm-hmm. hadn't been supporting. And then asked for their support and then was shocked, shocked, I say, 
when they don't offer all of the support that he was hoping to get for a party that he hadn't been supporting anyway. So, But he knew that in order to run, he had to be a member of the DNC because if he ran as an as a independent, he wouldn't have... But I'm getting twenty-seven dollar contrib- contributions and, and from also, individuals. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not beholden to anybody. Mm-hmm. But he would have split the vote if he would have ran as an independent. He would have split the vote, and he didn't want to do that. So I think he was keeping. Well, and then that then after he lost, he said, "You know, do not vote for Donald Trump. Vote for Hillary Clinton." So, as a as a former Bernie supporter, I don't. I've never understood how. Anybody, and actually, you're the first person that I've met who said, yes, I would have voted for Bernie Sanders, and now I, I ended up voting for Donald Trump. I'm sure you're not the only one, yeah. but you're the first person that I've that I've heard actually articulate that in person or, mm-hmm. or over the phone. Me too. I've heard a lot more say they didn't vote at all. Yeah. All right, well, I mean, to be fair, man, like, the reason I would have voted for Bernie Sanders is because he would have done a lot of same things that Trump would have done as far as shaking it all up, changing it. Granted, his end ideological um, would have been much different than Trump's is, but, you know, I would have supported that, man. I would have supported the fact that go in there. And, and the difference between Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump is Bernie Sanders is a politician. The man yeah. has been in the system for years. He knows people. Like I think he could have gotten things done a lot more efficiently, and that's why and I like the idea. In the position, I like the idea that he would have been a Republican, uh, excuse me, Democrat, and not a Republican. So I wouldn't have to call his grief for being a Republican. I like that part too. <laughs> yeah. Did you have you ever played D anD D? No. Okay. Not really. I, it's just Neither it's interesting because it's it's almost like your argument is. I was willing to go for chaotic good, but I chose chaotic evil because that was available. <laughs> it's like, well, what else are you going to do, man? Like, Hillary. What are you do? Why well, not? Well, I, I'm still trying. Okay. I, I got to press you a little bit on this because we spoke for, for we spoke for an hour about religion and you, you kind of made it seem like you weren't necessarily, you thought we were going to talk more politics. So we switched to politics and you immediately went to, desperation what else am i going to do what else was uh, hillary you know i didn't like hillary so what am what am i supposed to say i'm i'm finding the same problems with your political picks as i'm with your religious picks you 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 just are sort of doing something and you're not really sure why i mean like is there a reason why you pick okay listen man (laughs) all right the point is is that with same thing they're similar right the reality Wait, who, is, how who, who, much who? Do a control do I have over my voting choices? Wait, who who is similar? Oh, well, I they... get to go to the, I go I get to go to the voting primary. I get to go to the voting poll, and I have three choices. Yeah, I have three choices. That's it. And so you That's choose not the, the madman. That's what you should choose. Of my ability to choose anything, man. Yeah. So my question is, why Trump? When you had well, a choice, he, he, he's well, he's well, the he, only other talk option for a second. was a third. <laughs> party which is not going to win or Hillary Clinton man well you, you said yeah. you, you voted for Donald Trump because he was going to shake things up he's going to get in there and, and shake up the White House shake up everything and he's doing that and maybe not the way you would like him to do it um, 
But I had no control over that. But I had no control over it to begin with. I had no control over the end. Well, no here, no, but but I'm saying <laughs> that that you voted for him, knowing he was going to shake things up, and we knew the way he was going to shake things up. Yeah, he was telling us exactly yeah. what he was going to do. Yeah, and he's following through on all yeah, of those. He's been things. saying it. Where Hillary did run on, hey, let's increase the minimum wage to fifteen percent. Let's let's help out families. Let's do all that stuff. And Trump ran on. Let's build a wall. Let's bomb fucking Iran, Iraq, and Syria. Let's, let's cut taxes their, their, for their the ultra ultra rich. Let's let's make sure that the the poor and the middle classes pay for the richest tax cuts. Let's deregulate businesses so that they can do whatever they want. Let's they cut can the pollute EPA. whatever they want. Yeah. I don't believe in climate change. I think vaccines are possibly bad. I mean, what was it that appealed specifically, other than the fact that he wasn't a politician? I mean, is that the only thing? Were you a one-issue voter, just that he's not a politician, so I'll vote for him? Well, you guys have listed a lot of things. Okay, so <laughs> vaccines. Yeah, there's a lot to let's not like about Trump. Yeah, let's go vaccines. Do you have any children? Yes. Yeah. Remember, my kid is smarter yeah. than Jesus. Uh, <laughs> good. good, man. I have a four-month-old. Just born. Four-month-old. Oh, wow. Mm. There you go. Congratulations, man. Are you seriously going to sit here and say that you have not had some concern about vaccines? Yes. 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 That is exactly what I will sit here and say. You're going to buy it 100%. Yes. Mm-hmm. You are more likely to die from not having a vaccine than from having a vaccine. Is there a reason why we shouldn't buy that? One way or the other. I'm not saying you chose one way or the other. I'm saying, is it not at the point now where you have to at least look into it? You have to do some research, right? Yeah, you should should research everything. And and it's not hard. Polio sucked. And I'm glad we got rid of it. Yeah, measles sucks. Whooping cough sucks. Yeah, I'm glad we got rid of all those with vaccines. And the more we see people not vaccinate their children, the more we see those things have a resurgence. Mm-hmm. Rubella sucks. All mm-hmm. of those things are really terrible. <laughs> yeah, they kill people. They kill four-month-old pit people. Right. But, you know, just the fact that you know it's possible to vaccinate a child against those things without adding all the other things that are in it, right? Like, Well, mm, what? That's the problem. What other things that are in it? <sighs> Wait, so let me just, I just, like, I don't even care about the arguments or anything right now. I just want to make sure you're vaccinating your child, right? You you need to vaccinate her. Please do that. She will appreciate that. I know. I, I know, man. Okay. There, you know, there, but I really wish. There's the anti-science really side of this, then the actual science side of this. There's the one to say they're they're putting all these nasty chemicals in it, but they're not. Well, those those but, are Holly, it, those are Hollywood people, look, man, this, and even when they did no, the research honestly, and they, they the the anti-vax people pay to have the research done, it came back to them and showed, oh fuck, we were wrong. Honestly, man, there have been a lot of children out there that have had terrible side effects to these vaccinations. I think that's a fact, and it's a smaller percentage of people that have had bad effects to it than have been saved by it. Do you know That's why? True. Do you know why? But it's so hard. It's because the other people so ahead hard. of them have gotten their fucking vaccines. Yeah. I, I'm I'm hard, I'm man. kind of yelling at you now because if this I is fucking my, stupid. Like this endangers people. Shot, this man. fucking like, kills people. This is really fucking it. harmful. No, this is ridiculous, man. People need to vaccinate their kids. They don't get sick anymore because people ahead of them 
got vaccinated. Mm-hmm. We have herd immunity because people ahead of them got their fucking vaccines. You know what happens when you stop getting your vaccines? People get sick and start fucking dying again. Yep. Right, man. You're right. You know you're right. But the problem is, is I don't want to be that 2%. Right? Can you imagine how hard it would be to be that 2% that has a bad reaction to the vaccine? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, like, I, do you know, know how I, fucking I, contagious measles, mumps, rubella, whooping cough? Do you have any fucking idea like how a, contagious those are? It's like 100%. It's like 100%. Every human is is susceptible to. Those. I have a two percent chance of maybe my child getting sick after getting a vaccine, or a hundred percent chance of them fucking dying if I don't. If everybody stops vaccinating M- their miser- kids, miserably, miserably dying. It's not a hundred percent. If everybody doesn't vaccinate all. their kids, you can it, bet your not. fucking ass it's a hundred percent. Well, what I'm saying is every no, human, every human is a hundred percent susceptible to these diseases. Yes, right, but they don't all die. But the point is, oh, you know, you have a valid point, man. But the point is, is there are Yeah, they don't die. They're just horribly fucking <laughs> scarred for the rest of their lives. They're in a fucking wheelchair. Their brains stop functioning normally. They're paralyzed. Okay. They're a fucking vegetable of a human being because you didn't fucking vaccinate them. Oh, man, we thought we were going to have to control me tonight. Okay, so here's what we should do. We should move on or be done with this because this, this is going to go badly. Worsely. Well- <laughs> You need you 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 need to please vaccinate your child. Do that and yourselves. Please do that. That's it's it's a plus, man. It's totally a good thing. I know it's a plus, man. Okay, because I've done the research. Okay, because yeah. I've I've looked into it and okay. I've come to that conclusion. Yeah, but so, the point is, is that everybody needs to look into it. You know what I'm saying? You need to look into it. If, you need to keep everyone that is involved in that process on their toes. It, it would if we do not. There's a lot of money to be made in it. And we need to make sure that they're doing their fucking job. It would be better if everyone you know if everyone knew about it, but if, if no one looked into it and they still went and got it done, I'd be fine with that too. No, you can't be fine with that too. You have people who are unethical. You have people who don't care about your children in control of these things, man. These companies, these these corporations, they don't care about you. And if you don't keep them accountable, do you want to pay with the child of life of your child? You have to look into it. You have to keep them on their toes. You have to make sure that there are laws in place to protect you and your children. I just, I just had to look at the numbers. I, I had to look at the numbers real quick on this. This is from the CDC. The last reported numbers are from 2014. Of case report, cases reported where there is disabilities, death, or life-threatening illnesses from vaccines. 1,737. Out of millions. Would you like to be that 1,700? Oh, whatever? my fucking God, would dude. Like I would person? rather be one of those 173, 7,000 or 1,737 than know that I didn't do it. 1,737 people lost their lives. Or no, no, no. That wasn't death. That was, that also includes illness. That's. Would you like to be that person? Would you rather be that person or what, kill 20 others? What are you going to do? What what's your other option? Exactly. Not what exactly. The fuck is my not other e- option. Not here? exactly. Is this not why we have a government? We have a, a president well, who appoints somebody who's going to look into it. 
And now we sure no no get, no no now we employ a president sure right. who's going to deregulate these industries yeah, so they can now, do whatever the fuck they yeah, want. Yeah, now we have a president thanks to p- voters like you. How who, can you deregulate it anymore? It's because it's How highly regulated right They're now. They're not liable to anything. Yes, that they, they are. <laughs> are you kidding me? Medicine is not regulated in this country. Administration no, of medicines. Yes, it takes about a good fifteen Dude, to twenty it. years for a medication Pass to get along. through. What do you do for a, what do you do for a living? What, what's your job? I fix things. Okay, what do you do, Ryan? Uh, I'm a firefighter EMT. Okay. Oh, I'm oh I'm also a certified EMT. Oh, weird. Yeah. Do they regulate medicine in this country? Okay, so uh, up, Ryan, up, do up they? Those, oh yeah, it's highly yeah, regulated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's highly regulated. <laughs> it's so up, up, up those up those seventeen hundred, there was one hundred and twenty-two deaths reported. You are more likely to die in a car accident than die from a vaccine. You are more likely to get struck by lightning than die from a vaccine. But the point is, yeah, the, the tell point. Me that, tell you the one hundred twenty-two. Uh, but tell the, you one of them. This is totally well, off track, though. But the point is that. The point is that Trump doesn't care about that stuff. Trump doesn't care about giving you a wage, wage increase. He doesn't care about taking care of your kids. He doesn't care about uh, any of the social programs that might help you get through. He doesn't care about lowering student loans. He doesn't care about uh, uh, vaccinations and making sure that stuff's regulated well. He doesn't care about the environment and making sure that's regulated. What is it about Trump you liked? I can't set the premises. And I, I can't accept those premises. Well, would you, you accept that before the before premises. the vaccine for measles right, came I, into effect? I'm done there were 2.6 million deaths each year before the vaccine came in. So would you rather have 200 or 2.6 million people die from not being vaccinated or the possibility of 122 dying from being vaccinated? This is a fucking shit show, dude. We just need to. Yeah, I think I think we can end things here. Uh, I, I appreciate you contacting us and, and being willing to come on the show and talk to us. Uh, but I don't, I, I think at this point it's become a non-productive conversation. I don't think we're going to go anywhere from here. Um, I think what would be great would be for you to research things <laughs> a lot more. I, I, I think it would be great if you could research why you believe the things that you do why you hold a belief in a God. I don't think you were able to, to come anywhere close to adequately explaining or even giving us a one, you know, your, your one best answer as to why anybody else should believe. Uh, I think you should research vaccines a whole fucking lot more and maybe prepare why, why you would have voted for Donald Trump. But I think at this point we're just kind of spinning in our, our spinning our wheels and it's it's become a very non-productive conversation but yeah. I do want to thank you very much for coming on the show maybe we can have you on again sometime in the future and thank you very much for listening and I hope you enjoy the rest of your evening and that you vaccinate your children. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Can I say can I say one thing in closing then? Sure. Can, just to you guys. I don't I don't expect to be recorded. You know, uh, are, the reality is, man, do, you, do you want me to not record like, uh, it or I, I mean, it doesn't matter. You oh, know okay. what I'm saying? You don't have to. Okay. But you know, the reality is, man, like I got on, I came on this show tonight. I knew you wouldn't agree with you guys, but there's a, a serious, serious problem in our world today, in our nation of people being divided. We're being divided. And I don't think it's for a good reason, man. We have to come together and be able to determine our common ground. 
I vaccinate my children. I have three of them. I've vaccinated all of them. But the point is, man, we need to look into it. You know what I'm saying? You need to keep them accountable and make sure that that shit's safe. That's all I'm saying. Yes, you need to vaccinate your children. But, you know, you have to make sure. We as parents have to make sure that it's safe. And that's all I'm saying, man. I'm not saying don't vaccinate. Keep them accountable. And you and I completely differ on our religion. We completely differ on the way that we think. But that's okay. It's okay. You know what I'm saying, man? It's okay that we differ. It's great that we differ. I'm conservative. You're liberal. Great. That's what makes America what it is, is the fact that we are all so different. Yet we find some way to coexist. We cannot throw that shit away. You guys have a voice. You have a show. You have a chance to reach a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Please, in your future shows, man, try to bring people together. If you can't, you can't. You gotta fight the battle. You gotta fight the battle. I guess I'm. I guess I'm just not convinced that Trump is the voice of bringing people together. So, I mean, I'm gonna fight. You might be right. No, yeah, I'm definitely right. You might be right. Yep, I'm definitely right. Okay, fine. I'll give you that. Thank you. You're definitely right. But you know, it is what it is. You gotta play the cards you're dealt. In the end, it's just people like you and me. We're just trying to fucking make it, man. And I don't want to go to civil war. I don't want to fight a war with my fellow Americans over this shit. That's where it's headed, man. It's where it's headed. Hmm. People like you that have a voice can help us, keep us from getting there. Please take it seriously. Please take it seriously. I I was a soldier. My brothers are soldiers. My all of them. My parents were soldiers. I don't want them to die because of this crap. I I don't either. Spinning out of control. We got to do what we can to bring shit together and have conversations, man. It may not go well, right? Like it might not go well. I'm going to be able to articulate everything. I've never done this before. But yeah. you know what? What the fuck, man? I'm just a person. I got three kids. I'm tr- I work for 40 hours a week when I have to, 60 hours a week when I can't. I hear that, well, man. I'm trying to fucking make it, man. That that's where I say. The, the 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 research comes in. I know we talked about the president, but it also comes into play with your local politics, your local communities trying to to get stuff done. Um, like you saying that we have a voice here and we can get change done, but you also have a voice as well. If you are if you don't like what's going on in your community and in your politics, stand up and let them know. Go go to. City council meetings, go and let them know what their constituents actually think and what they actually need and what they actually want instead of rolling over and taking it. I'm not saying you're doing that, but a lot of people in America probably are just rolling over and taking it. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm trying to talk with a little more reason right now. Trying to- All right. Well, hey, really appreciate you calling in, man. Keep, uh, keep working hard. Hopefully things get better. And, uh, uh, you know, I just, I wish the best for you and your family. Appreciate it, man. I, you know, I wish you the same and I appreciate you guys. You know, it takes a, a lot to, to make this happen. So I appreciate it. All right, man. All right. Well, uh, have a good one, Tim. All right. Thanks a lot, Tim. All right. Good night. So take a break for a quick second. Blow off. Yeah, I need, I need, okay. I need to take a break. <laughs>
We'll, we'll be back after these messages and Dan breaks things. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. You seek the Holy Grail. That is our quest. You know much that is hidden, though, Tim. This is New Name Noah, and you're listening to The Godless Revolution. You and the Godless Revolution will be reassimilated in three, two, one. Go start screaming, stop believing conspiracy oh theories! All, God, all of a like... sudden, I understand extreme vetting. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Oh. I, I I wasn't at my best uh, right then, but <laughs> fuck me! <laughs> you, you were at you were at Hulk Dan. Uh, I was. <laughs> I just posted something on Facebook like, "Yeah, we're interviewing a Christian for the next episode of the Godless Revolution." Everything was going okay until he started questioning whether parents should vaccinate their kids. Then I was like, "Dan Smash!" Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh my! That was very interesting. Um. That was very frustrating is what that was. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm not sure I'm not sure if that's even going to be entertaining. I'm sure people will find some entertainment in it. It'll, it they'll they'll be interested by it. I have a fucking headache from just trying to not break things. <laughs> I do that every week. <laughs> like, hey, Dan. Oh my god. Dan, is I... it this chair? Is it the chair? Yeah, it's got to it be is. the chair. Be. Cuz I'm just sitting over here like Should, should I have asked him about GMOs? It's the radiation from the television, I'm sure is what's doing it. <laughs> Maybe. I, I think I, <laughs> you, I, did, I you did get kind of me <laughs> oh, yeah. over there. Oh, oh, I was riding your rocker there like crazy for your audio. Oh, were you? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah you, I was like, ah! you were Thanks, peeking sir. like a motherfucker. Yeah. If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, criticisms, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the twatter at TGR Podcast. Thank you! Should we talk about Jim Baker? Okay. Sure. We, we have a Jim Baker clip here. He's always good for some comedic relief. Which is what we need. <laughs> with with his ridiculous things. Pete Holmes show his slop good. buckets for sale. She looks like she's trying to eat a worm on the side of her face. Oh, good, yeah. It's the, those little, ah. those microphones look awful. Ah. Yeah, they do. I knew this man was coming. Sister Wilkerson prophesied. She knew we he will? was coming. I, yeah, that was, I knew this man was coming. Six he, words in and I was like, okay. He only lasts a minute, so she knew he was coming. Already off the rails have a spirit-filled president in the White House before Jesus comes, and he what? will help the church. Wait, help wait, 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 wait. Is she talking about Donald Trump? Because Obama yeah. is religious. Yeah, he was. And Trump is not, not really. Uh-uh. They want, they want him to be. They want him to be so hard. Yeah, but Hillary was more religious than Trump. <laughs> Hillary at least says she's a Methodist. Trump Trump barely could even read from two Corinthians. What did he say? I think he said he's Episcopalian. Yeah, I think. He just wanted to sound Italian then. <laughs> I think he's, what religion are you? I'm a pescatarian. Mr. Trump is dedicated to helping the church. Yes. He's obsessed. Yeah. What? What? By which church and what 
how how are they quantifying this? He's obsessed with helping the church. Which church My, are they talking about? And what are they pointing to to yeah. say that he is obsessed with helping them? Which Maybe church Mike needs Pence. a wall? I mean, are they yeah. Pence? Yeah, Pence, Mike Pence definitely. is dedicated to helping the church, not Donald Trump. Are they talking about him enacting certain legislation that? They think may help their church. I mean, like there's, there's not that. allowing all those brown Muslims into the United States. Yeah, and all of his or, appointments are very right wing Christian. Mm-hmm. Or the fact that he said that yes, I, I'll make sure to appoint a Supreme Court justice that will overturn Roe versus Wade. Yes, by the time most of our listeners hear this, we will know whether DeVos has been confirmed as education secretary which i hope she doesn't she's the one that's got the most chance of not getting and shortly thereafter we will know whether jeff sessions will be confirmed did you see today that mike lee was ag that mike lee senator mike lee of utah was saying democrats break from yeah. your party and just confirm jeff Se- who the fuck is gonna listen to you why would Democrats <laughs> listen to you, you fucking idiot? <laughs> Tracy and I were watching the news last night. I told you this before we were recording. Uh, watching the news, and I saw Mitch fucking McConnell walk out and address the cameras. And he was saying, oh, I just can't believe that Democrats would choose to be so obstructionist and that, you know, that they would just choose to hold up all of these confirmations and, and just not, not be willing to even do their jobs. And I'm like, of all of the people in Congress yeah. for you to walk out and say this, Mitch Hypocrisians. The man who openly stated that his only goal in Congress was to make sure that President Obama was able to do nothing yeah. during his second term. All he's done for the last eight years is stamp his feet and throw tantrums. Yeah. And then for him to say, oh, I can't believe Democrats would do this. Is Okay. Okay. Let's, let's be charitable and say i agree with you i can't believe that either but then you would have to admit it's because you think they're better people than you mm-hmm. yeah. you think that they won't just try to be obstructionist that they'll actually do their job right. when you refused to right. do so hypocrisians hip-hop christians hip-hop christians hip-hop christians jesus is my n- <laughs> <laughs> have you guys seen that uh christian side hug video song i don't know oh maybe we'll do that one that's fun to help the church. Yes. Obsessed by God. God's wanting us to see now that it's him. Yes. Uh, yes. It's not us. No, it is not us. It's, it's not us. You know, it's all about him. It's him. God had all you in D.C. All about him. Before the, ele- before yes. the Thank inauguration. God. It's all about Thank him. God. Inauguration. Did you see uh, or feel mm. the atmospheric mm. change when oh. Trump became president? I felt free. Free. Yes, I can talk in my pulpit now. Yeah, I can say all the bigoted things I've been holding back on for so, so long. Did you guys see the post from Patton Oswalt? No. Yesterday that I posted? We'll talk about that after this because I thought it was beautiful. I love love when Patton posts these long things on Facebook because they're always brilliant. I, I love that guy. Yeah. Yes! Yes! Christians, because when we get on fire, we are determined. We're well, not I hope you get on up. fire. No. Oh, yeah, you're so. <laughs> they can't shut us up. Right. Yeah, you're and so intimidating. A constitution right. that belongs to <laughs> us. Yes. 
Just you? This, the Constitution yep. is for the church. We're not second-class citizens. No one said you were. They turned I'll us into it. that. Well, that's right. <laughs> I'm telling you. The awful well, things I'll say that they, were done. They turn others into second-class citizens. They tried. Even to try they to tried. in this last move right. to hit Israel. Mm. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. With this last deal mm. that was in the paper today. Wow. Two hundred twenty-one million dollars wow. to Palestine. Wow. Who are definitely wow. terrorists and yes. are oh. killing Jews. Yes. People in Israel every day. Yes. Because the fucking Israel They'll, is fucking waging war with Palestine and trying to take their fucking country from them. Well, these women sound like they're coming on stage the whole time. Oh, they are. Wow. Yes. Yes. Is that wow? What, is that what the? They got this little Bluetooth like. eggs. <laughs> is that what it sounds like when women come? Yeah. How the hell would I know? Oh. <laughs> I, I thought you had experience. I, was I just asking. have I no idea. <laughs> Yeah. Praise the Lord! Praise the Lord! Praise the Lord! <laughs> Two-syllable word. L-O-R-D. Lord! Uh, I gotta look up this thing for Patton Oswalt because it's, <laughs> it's like so, beautiful. It's like Linda on Bob's Burgers. So My now, word! <laughs> that, that whole Israel-Palestine thing fucking yeah. rubs me wrong. Is that what it sounds like when you come? Rubs me wrong? Uh-huh. Yeah. The oh, whole hey, Palestine-Israel some... thing rubs you wrong. There's some well, people I know. The country does belong to Palestine. I agree. Israel keeps encroaching on the land. Mm -hmm. That is rightfully not theirs. So Palestine defends their country. And we scream that they're terrorists, or Christians scream, they're terrorists, they're trying to kill the Christians. They're trying to kill the Jews. Because Palestine is Muslim. <laughs> it's, 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 it's fucking... It's, 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 it's fucking bullshit. It's, 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 it's fucking. And now that Donald Trump's back in, Israel said today that they're going to continue, despite the UN sanctions on them, to move into Palestine occupied area and build. Yeah, they don't care. Why would they? So for anybody who hasn't seen this yet, you should go out and, and give it a like and follow Patton Oswalt mm. on Twitter and Facebook because he's brilliant. He's funny. He's sweet. He's fucking adorable I, I i love everything about pat Oswald. he's just he's brilliant he's kind mm -hmm. um but he posted this yesterday at 909 p.m and it says well now if i didn't learn me a bunch of fascinating stuff today <laughs> last night a peoria illinois realtor tweeted a nasty <laughs> at mention to me he's a big trump supporter so i must have tweeted something nasty about this guy right well no I tweeted out a very positive, very benign tweet in support of Sally Yates and her risky stand on principle, which cost her her job. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> the realtor's response tweet was along the lines of, oh, the nasty little troll has another opinion. Stick to show business and shut up. I'm paraphrasing. Mm -hmm. Another person who hates my Twitter feed's content who nevertheless follows me. <laughs> I tweeted out something in support of someone. He reacted with immediate disgust and offense. Fine, whatever. Except that was the first thing I learned, and it was something I should have noticed long ago, but it took a while to sink into my thick-ass skull. <laughs> what I learned was that when I tweet or Facebook negative things about Trump, comedic insults, mocking responses, etc., Trump supporters will push back mildly in that dismissive tone of, yeah, whatever, we won, get over it. 
Mm-hmm. It's sour, but it's not vicious or threatening. It's a disagreement, which is fine. But when I tweet something positive or hopeful in support of a group that's been made to fear or doubt because of Trump and his ghoul brigade's actions, a helpful link for peaceful action, praising someone who speaks up eloquently against the smirking racism of Trump's parking lot carnival of an administration, (laughs) that's when the responses get violent Mm -hmm. and threatening and ominous. As if the language itself, the grammar of thoughtfulness, lands in their guts like glass shards. Hmm. Empathy and understanding literally, literally feel like an attack to them. I tweeted back an equally snarky response to Tony's initial tweet. It was late, I'd had a bad day, I was in an awful mood, and something about attacking someone who's simply encouraging another human being landed wrong with me. He insulted me. I returned the insult. Moving on, or so I thought. Then, Peoria Realtor tweeted out this little nugget in response to someone tweeting, Everyone stop having opinions. I'm a psychic and I'm channeling his wife's opinions. Ha ha! My wife's dead. Zing. Oh, shit. Yeah. Again, that was his first go-to. This patriotic, God-fearing father of two. Insult someone and, if they respond, go after their dead spouse. So I started trolling him. And I never even mentioned this shitty dead wife crack. It's not the first one the anime Nazis have sent my way. I've ignored every one of them, except for the ones Martin Shkreli farted out. I don't want to give anyone the satisfaction. But again, it's late. I was in a dark mood, and he caught me at the wrong time. But my trolling focused only on his comically pathetic Twitter feed, at his clueless attempts at hyping houses, his creepy in-the-woods selfies while hunting. I saw that other people were giving him shit about the dead wife joke. I figured it was going to blow up in the poor slob's face without zero help from me. In the morning, his account was gone. He'd closed it down, I assume. He'd also closed down his Facebook profile and professional page. And then the realty company he worked for posted a message to their website about how Mr. Dead Wife Joke did not represent their company and that he was no longer employed by them. Oh, shit. And then the shitstorm really started. Pro-Trump accounts bombing my feed with wife murderer Patton Oswalt tweets and libtard cuck tweets and death threats and every variety of misspelled rage. Oh, damn. Because here's the second thing I learned. The main thing that Trump supporters are excited about now that he's president is that finally, at long last, all of the awful things they want to say that used to lose them friends and jobs and marriages, they're excited about potentially getting to say them with zero repercussions. Yep. Just like Trump did. Yep. All the way into the White House. Mm Mm-hmm. All the way into unlimited forever power to spew any awful shit that comes to your head and no one dares correct you, rolls their eyes, or punches you in the nose. Right. But I'm afraid Peoria Realtor is going to be the first in a long line of Trumpers who will realize, on the other side of firings and divorces and black eyes, that Trump's Teflon umbrella covers Trump and no one else. Mm. His cabinet and staff are going to learn that as well. That might be fun. Try to be nice. As far as that goes. Love it. Yeah. Very well done. I like it very much. <laughs> so for people who don't know, Patton Oswald is a comic, mm-hmm. uh, a actor. comedian, actor, activist in a lot mm-hmm. of things that he does. Um, been in tons of movies, television shows. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> very funny guy. But his wife, who he had been married to for a very long time. Yeah. 
died very suddenly and unexpectedly overnight one night, just out of the blue, someone that he adored. I mean, they are the cutest couple. Yeah. And she just didn't that wake up one morning. This last summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was, it was really heartbreaking hearing, you know, hearing him talk about it and yeah. seeing him tweet or write little things every now and then about it while he was working through his grief was just, he's, he's pretty eloquent in a lot of the things that he writes. I remember and, seeing him, on, I think it was Conan a couple months afterwards and then, and he was, you know, talked about it a little bit and yeah, he was quite and, eloquent in the way he was discussing it and talking about his child and yeah, talking about how to, how and, now he has to explain to his mm-hmm. infant child that mommy's gone. Yeah. And nothing's off limits to these fucking Trump supporters. No. Yeah. I mean, it's well, just like been a matter of months. I mean, this is brutal, mm-hmm. brutal stuff that they're doing. Yeah, they're excited to be able to say and do whatever they've wanted to for so long without repercussions. Here's something fun that I haven't actually checked out myself, but I have heard yeah. that in the later seasons of King and King of Queens, where Patton Oswalt was uh, a member of the cast, mm-hmm. he uh, wanted to opt out of his contract but wasn't able to, and there were some disagreements, so he would act his parts – and then can be seen on camera while he's not when he doesn't have a speaking part, mm-hmm. standing perfectly stone still <laughs> <laughs> in defiance of his role, not moving a muscle <laughs> when he doesn't have a speaking part. Like, Might have to YouTube that, like doing his job, doing what he's contractually minimum, obligated yes. to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then whenever he's not speaking, he's just standing perfectly still. <laughs> well, that's hilarious. I'll have to check that out. I know. I have not, I have not checked it, but uh, I have it on good authority. <laughs> well, I think that'll wrap it up for tonight's episode. It was cool. it was a roller coaster. I'm I'm glad you had sure us was. finish on some happy stuff. Yeah, because it's never good to go to bed angry. Okay, <laughs> but uh, thank you both for coming out this evening. Thank you all for listening. Thank you very much to all of our new followers on Twitter, Facebook. In, not Instagram. Oh yeah, we do have an Instagram because Meg is doing that for us. Yeah, is she? Okay. I am. Um, I just don't remember to post you to it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Some somebody is Stitcher, iTunes. I didn't even Spreaker. know that was still a thing. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't checked uh, recently for new reviews. But if you have not yet rated the show or reviewed it on any of the platforms in which you are getting it. We would greatly appreciate if you did so. Thank you to everybody who has done so already, and thank you very much to our Patreon patrons. Thank you very much to our newest patron, Mr. Grant Larimer, the Purple Dragon. Thank you. Thank you, Grant. And thank you also to Wes and to Taylor, who are our other two patrons. We're still collecting those. If you would like to hear more, then I mean, there's probably some good content from tonight's show that's been cut out that you'd love to hear. Yeah, and actually, they may not hear this, but oh, depends right. on how I edit it. But oh, what? Yeah. yeah, I was wondering about. I'll that. have to. I'll have to be sure to do that. Actually, because <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll put this. I'll put this somewhere else in the thing. Okay. Uh, but thank you all very much for listening, tuning into the show, paying attention, and for all of your support. It means the world to me. Me too. Yeah. I'm trying to look up Pat and Oswald standing still in the <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. Bye, hell. Oh!
and listen. No front house and no kissing. I ain't that scared to call your mama. You'll be rolling home in a coma. I got my crew. You ain't got nothing. Follow these rules. Cause we ain't bluffing now. You ain't no rabbi. You ain't no priest. So rise up off me like the showbread with no yeast. Now, don't use that front hook, boy. That makes it awkward. That's inappropriate now. You back up awkward cause we wanna keep our minds pure. Wanna keep away from sin. That means it's you two girls. All we want all around it. Give me that Christian side hook. That Christian side hook. Give me that Christian side hook. That Christian side hook. I'm a rough rider. Fill up with Christ love. Give me that Christian side As the answers should be like, "Hi, Tim, you're on the air." <laughs> so, how would you like us to introduce you? However you want, man. I know what I'm getting into. <laughs> <laughs> you are a Trump supporter. I voted for him. Yes. <clears throat> okay, and you are also a Christian. 
Yeah. Okay. I'll take that. <laughs> or... <laughs> and I know we're not trying to make friends, Matt, but don't try to get too yelly. I don't think I can drink that mango stuff anymore, man. You shouldn't. Mango shit is terrible. Ugh. It was it was good until <laughs> until that one sip, and then I'm like, "Fucking Dan!" <laughs> I just figured. Want, I just no. asked him if he, wet, if he wet the bed. He had a dream that he was in a shallow, shallow salty sea. sea. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what happened. Did it smell faintly of ammonia? <laughs> so are you waiting for me? Oh yeah. Oh, my bad. I thought you were waiting for somebody else. <laughs> oh no, I'm back. Good.